This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us for this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepopculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be some, something there that interests you. Did all that in one breath. You did. Well done. I didn't look at you this time, so there's that briefly, too. I saw. I did. I was like, ah, oh, hey. Avert uh, your eyes. <laughs> but if you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live, as well as the other show, The Young and The Wrestlers, which just has recently had a content schedule change. Ooh. So you get more wrestlers for the same dollars. What? Yeah, we have to do more shows now, because we can't just do it in one show. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the SmackDown. Poor Jam has to drive you only twice No, we're going to start doing it remotely. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Shit. I'm whinging about my 20 minute hike down yeah, here and she comes from Hawthorne or something yeah yeah, Poor it's brutal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, by supporters at any dollar value, get yourself a nice little sneaky link where you can watch us record the shows. It's all fun and times. It's fun and times. Fun and times. And the chat thing is there and we get told stuff and we interject and add things when we see them. If you want to support us in a more one-soft fashion though, head over to popcultures.com slash shopping buy shirts like this another assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist, which has also had to change because of all this fucking wrestling. Ooh. That's now Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. But this week, Ooh. because we are at PAX, mm. there will be no streaming this week. Fair. That's right. We're at PAX this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. PAX Australia 2019 not, is, is coming. Why not do a, a Facebook live stream from PAX? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, exclusive access. That we don't have. Yeah, well, I'll just I'll brag. Mm. I'll just stand outside the building, like, oh, about yeah, like to, to go in and do something. <laughs> yeah, me and the 14,000 other people standing here. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll be, at, we'll be at PAX Australia this weekend. So there will be uh, the regular show was per normal next week. May come up Monday, may come up Tuesday, depending on how we go. Um, What's that, FTP? Yeah, FTP, yeah. Because I know your busy weekends will probably be Joel and I, once again, some of the last year's packs. Um, I think when we could do it. Unless you're free Sunday night. Maybe. We'll suss that out. We'll work it out. There yeah, will be a show. There will be a show, whether it be Joel and myself or Josh and myself, it will be there. Um, we all hands on with what PlayStation and the, the other peeps have on offer. Mm. Very excited. And if you do are attending PAX, swing by the party mode panel on uh, Saturday night. I think it's 6.30. You'll see myself, regular occurring guest Padge, and other friends of the channel uh, are all doing a big onstage thingy. So that should be fun. Topic? Oh, no. It's a, it's Guarding? A, or? Oh, sorry. It's a, essentially a big, almost like a big battle of video games. So we're all in teams of three. So I'm on the same team as Padge. Mm. Uh, and we have to then like survive. And it's like four teams. Oh, like playing games? Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like a trivia thing. No, because I would be horrible at that. Yeah. I was on your team for Pop Quiz, I know. <laughs> Saying that though, I did that Pixar one that we recorded, which hasn't been edited yet. Mm. Boy, did I dominate that bad boy. It's thank, handy when you've got thank you, James. a child. Yeah, a child really helps <laughs> way that one. But yeah, so packs. Oh, and if you are listening to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star review or a review of your, your choosing, a written review. Uh, tell your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, 
Like and subscribe. Like I've said before, it doesn't have to be five stars. Give us what you feel is yeah, adequate. Yeah, whatever you feel, whatever you feel is relevant. Because I, I personally think we're six out of five stars. Oh, oh. But yeah, that's a little bit biased. Yeah, that's the, so pop, I, that's I, the pop C bump. Yeah, I need accurate, <laughs> accurate uh, reviews to know exactly where I stand. Mm. Mm, pop C bump. We're not Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because we we rate it higher because it's us. Uh, <laughs> how you been this week, man? Hay fever. Oh, man. Suck a bum. Suck a bum and sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. man. I forgot hay fever was a thing. Yeah. And then was, Thurs- was it Thursday that was like in mid-20s? Mm-hmm. I was like, I got out, shower, in the car, went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, Mom, the, come pick me up. I can't drive. You know the nose congestion that comes with hay fever? I don't get that. Oh, so I get the puffy eyes. I get that every day. Okay. Because like that's what my problem with my nose. My nose is the overactive immune system. Mm-hmm. So like I get the hay fever results every day. Oh, okay. I don't get the eyes, thank Christ. Yeah. I just get the inability to breathe properly. Oh, I pull up to a client's house. Looks like I've been crying for half an hour in the car. I'm like, yeah, I'm Josh from TCB Air Conditioning. <laughs> like, have you been crying? Yes, but it's irrelevant. <laughs> Your last job didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> we had some things in that roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you found anything cool in, in like the roofs when you're doing air conditioning repairs oh skeletons mostly Sweet. of animals oh possums and all that yeah like like horses and shit yeah. <laughs> how did you get up here <laughs> <laughs> still in one piece <laughs> uh rats a lot bigger when they're in skeleton form it's like oh that's how big they are yeah like it's a possum no it's a rat Oh, wow. that's a big, big rat. Oh, but you know, we've pulled open a, a, off a panel before, snake wrapped around the compressor. Like, put that back on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to deal with this before I fucking do anything. Sorry, mate. Uh... Sorry, champ. <laughs> got a lot of tools, but none for that. So I didn't mean to didn't mean to open your front door, mate. You know? I, mean, I could have just got the bolt covers. I like you being kind to the snake. Like, Oops, sorry, mate. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, my only option was to get the bolt cutters and just snip the snake like a cable tie. Just... <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. There's like four of them. He only got one. The other three are like, no. <laughs> it's like Medusa. You cut one and there's four more snakes. <laughs> I'm struggling to move. <laughs> um, frogs, possums, lizards of all species. Really? That's cool. Yeah. You, you, but you can prep for it because you know the houses are going to be at. When you go out yeah, to, go out to the bush. middle of nowhere, anarchy, mm. and... Weeds all around it. You're like, there's definitely eight different things in this unit. Like Steve Irwin over yeah. here. It's like, oh yeah, it's not working. Okay, take off the top. Oh, a dead lizard on the PCB. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> there's literally a wombat in there. Like that's that's your problem. <laughs> it's like chewing the the board. Never <laughs> <laughs> know how to get in there. There's no room to get in. Yeah. But they're the best jobs because yeah, you open it up. There's a dead something on the board <laughs> that all its insides have leaked everywhere. You're like, well, that's your problem. See ya, that'll be 140 feet. <laughs> 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 I think the one with the snake ended up buying a new unit. Yeah, I'm I would. Not defi- touching it. Can you just replace the whole thing? Figure someone else. What was alive in there? It was alive. Oh. Yeah. I would rather than remove it, just, just fucking burn it. <laughs> just flip the unit though. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of like R32 flammable gas, just. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I'll get you. I'll get the one out of the car. <laughs> thanks for dealing with that snake and burning down eight acres of my property. But, <laughs> but thanks, Dad. That's all that counts. That's all that counts. What were we talking about? Unplanned stuff. My games. 
Yes. I was like, ask how you been. Mm. And we talked about hay fever's balls. Hay fever sucks. Mm. Snakes and, and things. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not much wow this week. <gasps> wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, level 51. Yep. Max is 60. Approaching the end. Mm-hmm. It's becoming quite a slog to level up. So I'm just getting through my rest XP every day. Yeah. If you log off in and in, your experience bar gets a bit extra. And for that amount of time on your bar, you get double XP. Oh, nice. And then it's smooth as. So I'm just working through my rest XP. Yep. Which is maybe 45 minutes, if that. And then I've been playing... Kind of just doing your dailies. Yeah, yeah. essentially. And <laughs> uh, then I've been playing Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. We'll get to that later. we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. That's about it. So I do go Excuse back me. to school tomorrow. Ooh. Fucking. Right after daylight savings goes an hour forward as yeah. well. Such yeah, I got fucked in that last night. So last night, we'll, um, oh, it's only midnight. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing uh, The Last of Us online uh, with... Are you trying Factions? Yeah, Factions. Factions is fucking awesome, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It's fantastic. So it's just, it's, for those that don't know, The Last of Us had an online mode uh, where it was this setup of this idea of... Rather than going with the conventional team deathmatchy whatnot, you would play as you know the fireflies or things or something else, and you would have this meta game where you've got this camp you have to look after. So every time you go into a match and help kill people and collect um, you know things, you're helping your camp. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool concept. Um, the gameplay is, t- is tidy as hell. Like it's um, it's got the scarcity that the, mm. the Last of Us campaign had. Um, it's also got the the planning and the working like you have to work as a team and it's fantastic so yeah. i was playing last night with uh with dash uh and buddy from dash culture uh and then dylan from the explosion network uh we had a good bit of fun kicking that over but then saying that though and then we ended up playing and then it got you know 1 30 like oh, i should probably go to bed soon three o'clock <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. second hit two o'clock it's not two anymore yep. fuck you it's three now yeah I don't like it. I don't like it. I like that when it goes the other way when it's like, hey, it's three o'clock. Two o'clock. Like, I love you. Thank you very much. <laughs> what fucks you up more though? This one. Yeah? I'm rooted right now. Okay. Yeah. Because you're getting an extra hour of sleep the other way. Yeah. But then again, so saying yeah, tomorrow, that Tomorrow, I'm technically getting up at four to go to uni instead of five. Correct. Even though it is five, but in my mind, it's still just four. Yeah. No one told James that, so he yelled at me really early. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Put a point. <laughs> what a turd <laughs> uh, yes we've been playing that, and that, that that's surprisingly really good um, and it is you know with uh, Last of Us on PS Plus mm. you should all download and check it out because mm-hmm. there is no multiplayer on Last of Us 2 for now for now For now. so it'd be worth um, worth checking out you'll have a good time cool um, <coughs> I, I did something as, as well this week so which is you know vague uh, mm. so Paul James or Padge he and I went into the Melbourne city this week we went to uh, to catch up with the developers over at SMG, Ooh. the guys behind Death Squared and mm-hmm. uh, over the top uh, tower defense. You love uh, those guys, don't you? They do you good. Like, got a good. Yeah, they're fantastic for what we do at work. Them. So um, when when Padge was like, "Hey, we're going to go get do some play testing of moving out. Do you want to come in?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." So moving out is their one. The next game they're working on. It is the easiest comparison. Is probably like Overcooked in the same. It's like that same two point five D. You play your character that sort of moves around this level, and things happen. So the idea is you are um, movers, and you have to move items from house to uh, to truck. truck. 
Um, the items vary in size. You have to work together as a team to, in order to, th- to you know, get items and throw them out windows and shit. Yeah. Like, it's not about how you do it correctly. It's just, get just the pegging shit out. shit out the window. <laughs> like, we, like There was one where we just put everything into a room and then just pushed it all out the window, out the window into the truck. Um, one, Sounds fun. Speaking of one of the missions, there was a, a draft that we had to move. But because in terms of how the, the, the model is weighted, obviously the, the lower end of the, the body of the of the draft is heavier, the head's not so much. Yeah. So as you're running with it, it's all kind of wanky. It's like not quite... We have, so we had to throw it from an aeroplane into a moving truck. It's like, yeah. Sounds like they're really <laughs> stepping it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we were given a handful in of the, like... In this game, you're cubes and you've got to go on the lights. And in the next game... You're throwing a giraffe out of a plane. Yeah. <laughs> so the 10 levels that we went hands-on with um, were sort of a sampler of what they're looking at. So this being this is a, a play test, not a preview. This is a 100% work and development build. So there's like, it's not an, you know, I can't, an, an official preview sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I really like where they're going with this game because it's that same kind of fun that you get from the likes of Overcooked. Um, and what, you know, Scouts Honor is another game that's playable at PAX. It's very similar in, in, the, in that sense. Hectic. Hectic. You're working for a time limit. So it's all about, you know, going through those time trials, pushing through, pushing through. Then, you know. And uh, there's a bit of strategy to it as well. So, you know, we would just like grab all the little things, throw the little things in. And we're like, all right, there's the couch. Oh, fuck. There's too many little things. So you got to play it smart. You got to put the big things in first. Then you throw the little things on top of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't think of it because we were morons. Nah. Game is good. Game, I think, will be fantastic. Very keen to check it out. Um, coming out next year sometime. There's no date on it yet. Very good. Uh, I've also been playing... I've had a busy week this week. Also been playing Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint full release. So big thank you to to, uh, Ubisoft for providing the code for that one. Um, Did you buy the XP booster that was accidentally on the store early? (laughs) No? No. Okay. See, that's the thing. Um, We'll we'll actually get that out of the way first. So, yes, this entire game is 100% microtransactionable. Almost everything within it can be purchased. It's like, you want all the camos? Here you go. You want all the guns? Here you go. You want all the shotguns? Here you go. And like, it, it, it is. Like, they've literally monetized all of it. Yeah. Um, saying that, though, at no point from what I've played have they gone, hey, did you buy it? Mm. Like, no, it's, it's, not, like, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. And that's that catch, right? Yeah. Although they're not you know pushing in your face like you know when you play something on your on your phone right and like you do a level and it's like hey you want some more gold coins what was the mordor game the second one uh shadow of war shadow of war yeah 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 they're like hey you want to do anything you probably should buy these so there's none of that pushing when sorry when you're in the shop with like the orc he's like yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you leave the shop without buying he's like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking stupid uh so that's one one advantage it doesn't push you in that <laughs> sense now i've not hit a point yet where it's like oh i can't progress without buying whatever the hell mm. like because i'm enjoying one of the first things i'm doing similar to what we did in wildlands is going to each of the locations and scouting out the guns and then tackling the mission so you're i'm already prepping myself for a bit for a more smoother time Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. There, there's not a lot of improvements over the beta, so everything that we said during those beta beta impressions, which videos are available here and there everywhere, um, a lot of that stands true. Yeah. Um, there are some minor improvements. I'm finding a lot more foliage than I remember Ooh. from the beta. Mm-hmm. So kind of the world looks a bit more intricate, which is nice. There are still some characters that look like uh, PS2 CG, um, which is a real bummer. Uh, like your character looks fucking schmick, mm. but then some some uh, NPCs look like trash. Yeah. 
I wonder if this guy's important in the story. No. no. Not with um, my face. <clears throat> but me, yeah, it's just some like a lot of minor improvements from the beta because once again the beta presumably was a pretty close to now build. Mm. Um, but yeah, some minor tweaks, minor improvements. You can revive someone now and not have them not revive in their game. <laughs> Big win. Um, yeah, like, there's more to come. So like, I've only, like in terms of the story, it's fine. Um, I've noticed some like once again this could just be me not noticing it enough in the beta, but. I've noticed the camera angles have changed. In the remember, one of my biggest complaints was the camera, 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 mm. camera. They've they've switched up. There's a bit more sweeping shots, that sort of stuff. So, <clears throat> presumably, like for maybe for the beta, they did that to save on um, rendering power or whatever, just so you can get the stress test it sort of in a different way. Um, but yeah, so that that's different. So all the cutscenes are a little different now, which I, which I really enjoy. Um, what else was there? So this, there is still some performance issues. Mm. I still get some slowdown. I still get um, uh, screen tearing quite frequently, um, but mostly in cutscenes. So what? Because it it's similar to most pro games. You have the option of resolution or performance. Yeah. I go performance every time because resolution is cool, but I want a game that runs better. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So even with that in that performance mode, it still has some problems. Um, it, yeah, the HDR in it is is stunning. It really adds to that extra effect. So there are some moments where it looks fantastic, some moments where it looks fine. Um, gameplay is tight as it was before. Um, it seems like the kind of game I'll pick up in probably a year. <coughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like um, like I did with Wildlands. Played it on launch. I was like, eh. yeah. And then a year and a half later, I was like. Yeah, I do think like because <laughs> but that doesn't excuse a game being released in shit, an no, average state. Not not either. at all. Like there are there there are some big things here that it's like why is it doing this now? This is launch window, mate. Mm. Like this should be so much better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do think similar to Wildlands, give it eight months and it should be tight. Well, Ubisoft have said a few times this is going to be years supported. Like yeah. Wildlands was, I suppose. Like Division was, and the Division. Division Two will be. Yeah. For me. Ubisoft are really good at working on that continued support model. Mm. Um, so Not so good at launching, though. No, they always seem tough. to launch mediocre. Well, I think that that could that could be a, a detriment to that long support model, right? Mm. Because they're like, look, we can fix it later. Mm. So if there's something they can't quite nail down then and there, but like, well, we got to hit that date and then we can work on it. Because Breakpoint's not sitting so good on Metacritic at the moment. No, I'm sure it's. Pre- I think it's pretty average, if I remember. I right. think it's like a three point five for user reviews. But you'd never go off using reviews no, on No, I guarantee you a lot of that is the microtransaction stuff. 50, whoops. <clears throat> how did I zoom that? Uh, no, it doesn't. 56 <laughs> from critics at the moment. 2.6 mm. user, but just go off critics. I would still think it's a little higher than that. <clears throat> yeah. But um, I can certainly understand. Mm. What, mm. what are some of the things you're saying there? What, from the critics or from the users? I don't go users. (laughs) Microtransaction zero. Uh, Positive. The authenticity and the survival central to the experience. Access. It's really, really small. Accentuate the urgency of the situations and the oppressive feeling of being the prey and no longer the hunter. Yeah, look, part of that's okay. Like, in terms of those RPG mechanics, they've added, like, the, you know, increased damage, you know, like health not respawning if you've broken your leg or whatever that that's pretty cool um i i it's not as of yet it's not been like a survival game hindrance which i which is a positive mm. um so v, that, sorry vg247 said they would rather play anthem 
Wow. Wow. They gave it a, a 20 out of 100 or a 2 out of 10. Yeah, it is not that bad. Plug that cord back in. Yeah, it is. Uh, I guarantee you it is not that bad. Um, yeah, so one thing, that, one thing that does frustrate me, though, is they have this drone that just comes out of nowhere. It's like... And then if it spots you... Yeah, fuck. I saw um within skill ups video. I think yeah, like that. yeah. It's so frustrating. So when you see it, no matter what you're doing, you are forced to drop and sit and sw- and wait. Despite an NPC behind you standing there. Yep. Looking around. Like you have to drop and wait because what will happen is that thing will be like, hey, he's here. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone swarms in and wrecks your day. I've found that, um, like I, I very rarely go on Metacritic anymore um, skill up and ACG mm-hmm. that's all I need yep. those two channels are so well, as far as I'm concerned incredibly unbiased um, uh, skill up I'll disagree uh, so, okay skill up no I haven't watched a lot of his stuff layman gaming yeah very much so they're very biased but for fun okay yeah uh, they they like when I when you they do he does have his biases mm. and it's very prominent but he's also very open about it mm. as well mm. like he has strong stances against the likes of um um like uh, EA and mm. you know, similar similar Jim Sterling right like I don't trust you, I don't you know his biases anymore skill, like skill, unless I'm just in it for like a shits and giggles yeah skill up is more open to more open to you know that neutral area but he still has his biases in place ACG yeah he's alright yeah. no I put him at the top I think of reviews so whenever I'm interested in a game I suss out those two and kind of you know go off that because VG247 giving this a two is just screams bias, I guess. Mm. Just some kind of hatred for Ubisoft. Yeah, it's a microtransaction. It's the commentary on the transaction. Well, they didn't comment on that. In that short blurb. Not from this little quote. I'm not going to read the full (coughs) review because fuck them. Um, Yeah. But it's reasonably enjoyable. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, it's, 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 it's fine. It's good. Like there are problems with it, and it's it's. And I understand. I'm taking the stance of well, I haven't. I don't feel the urge to buy to buy the microtransactions, mm. but I understand for some that's the case. Mm. But I'm playing this game primarily single player, because like although in the beta we played multiplayer, um, you know, apart from Paul who's got the game as well now, I'm not playing with anybody. So I'm playing it single player. So there's no reason for me to upsell myself in order to mm. meet a a unspoken social demand like one thing they talk about in the hub world actually the hub world still fucking sucks don't get wrong with that don't forget Doom's <coughs> getting one <sighs> I think we cool though like when you kill bosses you like rip their heads off and hang them on the walls or something yeah, like that sweet. like your trophies yeah. progressing the game um yeah, so like one of the things they talk about is the social pressure of these microtransactions in, in order to... Uh, hey, this guy has a sick dance. That, I want that, that guy, dance. I want that emote because my, my guy is just regular Joe. Who fucking cares? Hmm. But like, some I, people do. I don't know. I, I agree and I understand some people I do, do care. I Especially with Destiny. Don't care. Someone will do some emote that has like holograms. I'm like, that's fucking mad. <laughs> I want that. How much is it? Eight bucks? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, yeah, I feel I can spend eight bucks today. You know, what mm. I mean? see, like, see, and that's I guess that's the thing, right? Because like, if I walk into the into the breakpoint hub and someone's doing a, you know, giving giving me a two sweet, doing the worm or something, yeah, you know, doing you know, you know, the, the two sweet, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, but yeah. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't wait, I need the two yeah. sweet because I don't fucking care. Well, another a question to branch off this with breakpoint mm. is these these type of games. Um, Wildlands, 
Division 2 break point where it's like, we'll support it for years, it's going to launch. We know at this point they're probably going to launch in a meh state. Mm-hmm. Full price? Or should they adopt a different pricing model? If they're going to micro, if they're going to jam it for microtransactions like this, I would recommend. So as far as it. like Australia is concerned, the average, the the RRP is one hundred and hundred nine ninety five or ninety nine ninety five. And to make it worse, so this did come out with the three versions as well. It came with the standard, yeah. the gold, and the ultimate. So the ultimate was one hundred and seventy nine. The gold was one fifty, and the regular is a hundo. Mm. So on top of you know, if you buy the ultimate edition, you get the three day early access. You know, full disclosure, that's the copy of the game that we were given. Mm. <clears throat> um, so I was able to play it from three days before, so the Tuesday. So people are paying an exorbitant amount of money to pay three days early and to get some boosters to mm. then go into a game that's demanding more money from mm. you. Mm. So I, I do understand that issue, and I think that's really gross. I feel like, sorry, if, if Breakpoint was $30, $40 Oz, I'd probably own it now and be playing it because I'd feel like yeah. that's a worthy investment. It was like investment. 50 bucks. Yeah, better hundo. When in a year you're going to get it from EB Games for twenty eight dollars pre owned yeah. with all the updates, not the season plus <coughs> stuff and stuff, whatever. But you know, a hundo is just way out of my wheelhouse for this type of game. Yeah. When I know, just given Ubisoft track we- track record, in a year it's going to be completely different, and albeit probably a better game for less than half the price. The issue that I'm facing as well is because, you know, it's common common knowledge that I do I do enjoy Ubisoft games and I really like it. Yeah, so do I. So, there is, the, the, well, I wouldn't say there's a bias coming into these, but there is an understanding that I these are for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, you know what to expect exactly but but saying that though my concern like moving forward is if this is what they're doing if their plans for every game are Mm. that's kind of a problem Mm. like these unfinished you know cripplingly moneyed you know it's it's not good like it makes me concerned for watchdogs next year Mm. i'm really excited for legion Mm. but if it's like this that's a real concern yeah. And then what does that mean for when they release the next Far Cry? Or, you know, what does that mean for Beyond Good and Evil 2? Like, with all the things they have in the future... Division 3. Because you know, there is... the Division 3. Because there is, as you mentioned, this Ubisoft, Ubisoftification mm. where it's, you know, they've, they've found a model and they've ran that model and they'll run that model until the day it dies. Yeah, it works. <clears throat> I still think the Division 2 is the pinnacle of the Ubisoft model. I agree. I, the, that's the one thing. Like, that, that's the only biggest like downside. Per- perfection. Like this yeah. 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 So Ubisoft, like Division Two, was so fucking good. Yeah. Like it's really tight, and like it was I'm surprised you ended up liking it as much oh, as I you did. So much. I don't know why something about the gameplay loop really hooked me, and I was hoping the breakpoint would do the same because you know I I as much as I enjoyed the running and gunning of Division, I do like the stealth approach mm. too. So that's how I play breakpoints. How I played Wildlands. You know, you scout, you use your drone, you scout out, and then you one by one you piece them off, and then you go and get me an and you scoot. Like that's way more fun for me. Mm. So that's why I thought I would never like the division, but um, yeah, no, I'm doing that here, and, and that's enjoyable. But division two was just better somehow. Mm. How do we get on that tangent? I have no idea. Mm. I've also been playing Concrete Genie as well. Uh, as the time this goes up, the embargo has not dropped yet. Um, that will be coming out tomorrow. Yeah, get a nice little extra extra bit of. So when a video comes out tomorrow, at at the time this comes out, and we're both wearing the same things, it's because we're not pieces of shit. 
Yeah, we're recording it straight after this. And I would likely wear the same shirt again. But I pretty much wear this every day yeah. anyway. So, you know. Mine's slight variance. But anyway, that's um, that was a long conversation about Breakpoint. Good, because we don't have much for the topic. <laughs> uh, so that's enough about what we've been playing. Let's jump into the, into the... Wait, let's jump into the section we call Inform the Players, where we tell you about what happens this week in PlayStation. Number one, the official PlayStation Twitter account has announced that Worldwide Studios Chairman Sean Layden will be leaving Sony Interactive Entertainment. Layden has been with Sony since 1987, year before I was born. It's mm. a long Two time. Before I was born. PlayStation announced Layden's departure via a tweet. Quote, it is with great emotion that we announced that Worldwide Cha- Studios Chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed, the Twitter account writes. We wish him success in the future endeavours and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. Now, as of now there hasn't really been any more spoken about with this yeah. about why or who's replacing him um yeah but I you know after 30 years maybe he's like you know what I'm good but why though why now like right ahead of PS5 yeah what's going on with PS5 I wouldn't go that way I wouldn't say there's any problems but no, there's problems <laughs> <laughs> there was an article that came out I think it was from gamesindustry.biz uh, that talked about the idea of this bit of this backs back behind the scenes issues so this internal power struggle a little bit let when- me guess from a source that was unnamed yeah, which can essentially mean I made it up for clicks and I'm just saying and but, anonymous yeah. source told me and the interesting is as far as I've seen no one else has collab- you know corroborated, corroborated it um, mm. not the, once I read the article I was like oh cool I'll wait till I hear something official yeah. um, so I haven't gone hunting for it either um, but also on the same day the uh, equivalent position for Asia also announced yeah he retired though oh did he he retired cause uh, he aged out so it's a bit different one. to Sean Lane Sean Lane's and the thing it's just fascinating about it it was done by Twitter um, mm. there was no like blast about it it was just this very well as of last year's game awards that will be the last picture we got of Reggie Phil and Sean all together yeah and Reggie's gone Sean's gone Phil's leading the way is, is Phil Thanos here is that what we're <laughs> is he snapping them all <laughs> 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 Phil has fuck you money he probably bought them he out he probably like, does leave. have fuck you money yeah um, which is yeah cause you know Reggie was the face of Nintendo and he seems like such a nice and likeable guy and everyone associates PlayStation with Sean Layden's face and for the true. most part not not to the same extent I think as Reggie was for Nintendo yeah. but Sean you saw him and you go oh well he's the PlayStation guy we I have, know he's the PlayStation yeah Sean guy. had so uh, Mr. Lynn uh, had this yeah, cause yeah he, we he, don't we don't deserve to call him by his first name yeah, he's like no. a teacher <laughs> <laughs> like he would, he would come out quite frequently at, at E3 and deliver sort the of the, o- the, yeah, the, the, the presentation yeah. so he, he was synonymous with PlayStation he's a face everyone knew about is a, a voice you knew um, so that though he always always looked kind of like nervous he really you can tell he really had to be on stage yeah so it is it's, it's more it's obviously it's a bummer um, you know I'd hate to know that he got pushed out. I doubt it. If he left on his own accord, sweet. After know, he's what, done fantastic things with PlayStation. What possible reason would there be for him to get pushed out with how PlayStation has been this generation and to the tail end of PS3? Well, whoever, All under yeah, his whoever's, yeah, whoever's taken the, the, the main ropes, maybe he's like, let's do more PlayStation 3 stuff. He's like, that's a real bad idea. You're fired. Fuck you, I quit. Nah. I'm not going to read any more into it. Yeah. If more comes out about it, cool. If not, fine. I'm just taking it as he's just kind of... He's like, I'm done. Maybe the, we're at the end of the PS4, super successful, and he's thinking about doing it all again with the PS5. He's like, you know what? I mentally can't do this. That's a good point. Possibly. I'm just spitballing. It would be for me, like, if, 
you can picture the stress on his plate for the last 10 years or whatever. Mm. We're about to hit the new generation and it's just like, fuck, got to do it all again. Maybe it's like, nah. Maybe he'll go work for Naughty Dog or something. No. Nope. He'll just be a dev. Just go, just go with Yeah. Oh, do PR go, or something. Go, yeah, yeah, real basic ass PR. Yeah, yeah, like the janitor. Your <laughs> <laughs> Druckmann's like, I fucking blew that toilet up, Sean. Can you take care of it? Yes, yeah, right away. Yes, Mr. Druckmann. Mr. Druckmann. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Phil might be sitting back going, fucking it's Xbox's time now. Mm. Nintendo and PlayStation are in turmoil. But, uh, but imagine that though. Imagine if he then picked picked him up. You see Sean pop up at... Then he, then he runs their studios. Hmm. Maybe it's unlikely, but that'd be that'd be. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'd be lying if I was a little bit excited about the idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sad to see him go. It is very sad. Thank you very much, Mr. Len. Yeah. Done, you've done good. Like I said, everything about that was just us spitballing. There's been no other com- official comments about him leaving, other than he's leaving. So. Yeah, not even a date. So I'm sure Take that with a grain of salt. Uh, number two, Sony's crossplay function for PS4 has now completed its beta phase and is a full feature for developers to make use of. Strangely, Sony made no official announcement about crossplay being promoted to a full feature. The news instead comes from a wide article which states that crossplay is now available to any developer that wishes to implement it in their game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare seems likely to be the first new game to support this at launch with being set for release later this month. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan, maybe Jim Ryan kicks Sean Lane out. That's, that's the theory. Mm, fucking Jim. Explain to Wired in the same article that Sony has to keep pushing PlayStation. This is what I found interesting. Sony has to keep pushing PlayStation and its features in order to survive the next generation. Quote, the track record of the incumbent platform winning the next time around is not a great one, he said. So the majority, so the major thrust of my executive energy is to avoid complacency. Crossplay certainly helps show that Sony isn't willing to believe its current dominance will ensure guaranteed success in the upcoming generation. Good mindset. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, that, so that's because wh- it got to a point where it's like Sony are like up themselves and hubris. I was I was on that boat too. Yeah. I'm like, what? They're arrogant. Um, hubris, vaginal hubris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's good to hear from from the man that they're not going complacent and yeah. they kind of understand that they could very well lose the next generation if they let it slip. Well, that's the big thing. Like we, we have this big history now to look back on and see that, um, you know, that see, see like, yeah, like it, it, it is a one... To, it, it's same as politics, right? Mm. You never have a stretch of the same same party. Yeah. It's always one, maybe two terms, and then the other guy's probably yeah. going to get in. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this is kind of here as well. Yeah. So the idea that, you know, PS3 won out in the end, but they initially lost out to 360. Three, you know, Microsoft had the same that same hubris coming mm-hmm. into the next gen. Mm-hmm. PS4 dominated Xbox One, mm-hmm. and like and now it seems Microsoft doesn't have that hubris. Just the last few years, which PlayStation seen, PlayStation didn't have it either. P- yeah. The PS4, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but Microsoft did, mm. and it seems like towards the tail end of this gen, they've they've steered the ship around. They're doing lots of great things, um, and they've really set themselves up. Sony obviously can see they've set Microsoft has set themselves up for a really hopefully strong start to the next gen and Sony like oh we need to be on top of yeah. this and it's oh, like I said it's just good to hear it from them 100% yeah un- un- unquestionable it is still certainly good news although I still don't think crossplay is a massive thing but, but, I, am, but, but I am wrong because everybody's stoked about it mm-hmm. and apparently it was awesome for the Call of Duty uh, uh, open beta the other week Yeah. so I I if anything, 
it will lead, I'm willing to admit I'm wrong there. If anything, it will lead to just games having fuller lobbies. Which is always good. For example, Titanfall 2, when I tried to play a multiplayer, 10 minutes in queue waiting to yeah. find a game. If crossplay was enabled, who knows? It might have only been a couple minutes because there might have been 20,000 people still playing on PC, PS4 yeah. or PC compared to the 2,000 still playing on Xbox. So if anything, it keeps these multiplayer games going a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. It's because I don't play a lot of multi, so it's kind. Of, yeah. mm. It's not my audience, hence why I'm like. Mm. <laughs> but they've also put the in that statement. They've put the onus on the devs. It's like it's there if you want to do it. We don't want to fucking hear any more about it. It's there if a game doesn't That's have the- it. It's on the devs, not us. I like that. I like that angle too. Because mm. everyone's like, Sony's at fault here. Yeah. Like, fuck. No. So they did the bait obviously with Fortnite at first, and then followed up with Rocket, Rocket League, League. Um, and then now Call of Duty. Now Call of Duty, and like I said, like it says, they've. It's a full feature for the devs to take advantage of, should they choose. And I think the underlying message is, don't fucking talk to us about it anymore. We've done it. If it's not in the game you want it in, talk to the devs, not us. Yeah, it's good. It's good PR. Good. There's there's some underlying... Yeah, there's a lot of like... uh, Yeah, Yeah, if Jim Ryan could, he's like, look, we did it. Fuck off, all right? I'd be like, (laughs) respect. (laughs) Thank you for... Yeah, appreciate it. Um... But yeah, like I said, it's just good to hear that they are... Um, wary is not the word. They're aware. They're aware. They're self-aware. Self-aware of what the next gen could or could not be. Uh, number three, the Writers Guild of America, the WGA, confirmed that it is dropping the video games category from its annual awards until further notice. Ew. In a statement to IGN, a WGA spokesperson confirmed that, quote, there won't be a video game writing award in 2020. The WGA did say that the category may return in the future. However, quote, when there is a critical mass of video games covered by the WGA in order to provide a meaningful award selection process, uh, the WGA awards have had a video game category since 2008. Previous winners include God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us. A couple quotes. Quote, very disappointed at the WGA for removing the video game category from their awards. The Last of Us Part 2, director Neil Druckmann tweeted in response to the news, a misguided slap in the face for writers in games. Uh, and another one, quote, I've never joined the WGA, never will, Portal and Half-Life writer Chet Falaziek said, quote, to win this award, you have to be a member. When they asked us to join so we could win, we could pay dues, but not vote because game writing isn't real writing, not like having a short story published by Inner Zine, read by 12 people. Just <laughs> 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 twist the knife a little bit. Uh, but no, that sucks, especially considering, like... There hasn't been... This year, I suppose, there hasn't been many huge breakthroughs in story writing in Correct. games. But, you know, Death Stranding is coming at the end of the year. Maybe that'll blow everyone's fucking mind. Who knows? Well, that, that's the thing. Maybe they're like, oh, I don't want to give Death Stranding. <laughs> but next year, you know, The Last of Us Part 2 is out next year. Yeah. And The Last of Us Part 1 won the WGA Award when it came out. So, it is a little bit disappointing. This is weird. That we're kind of just like... We, we need, you need to join the subreddit r slash gamers rise up. Oh, we have to. to yeah, have I've you been uh, to that subreddit before? No, I haven't. Uh, what oh what, I, what did I join this week? Uh, it's a, it's like a unironic gamers are being oppressed, oppressed. <laughs> but it, it, it's all put up as you know. I can't believe this happened. I'm literally shaking right now. But it's all in like yeah. jest. I'm sure there's some reals in there. I'm sure that people take it the wrong way and they're like, yeah, this is this is where I belong. <laughs> um, but yeah, gamers rise up. Uh, no, the only uh, Reddit I've done this week, I've found, I discovered obviously old news. People have warm up. Yeah, 
favorite. Yeah, it's gross and mm-hmm. unintentionally funny was another good one. Yeah. So all these things that shouldn't be funny really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's comedic timing. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, but no, this this is balls. It does suck, and it really does suck because when when you talk about the likes of you know the storytelling of God of War as a big one for me, like that that game is fucking perfect. Mm. Um, knowing that it won, big advantage. But I mean that in it's that weird it's this weird situation of oh is it going to come back in the future oh maybe maybe which in other words no it's very vague it's like that idea of like look um, you know, maybe when I'm 30 and neither of us dating anyone maybe yeah. we'll do something like yeah. so you said there's a chance maybe we'll find our way back yeah but their quote is really weird uh, not weird it's just very vaguely worded quote when there is a critical mass critical mass of video games covered by the WJ in order to provide a meaningful award selection. So what they're essentially saying is we don't have enough members in the game space to make this valid. Mm, Pretty much. Going by then what uh, the other dude dude mentioned, what Chet said, you know, if you have to be a member, like, hey, we want you to win this award for Portal. Can you uh, become a member? No. Oh, oh, sorry. uh, Sucks for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're all jerks, basically. Yeah. Can't believe it comes can't believe it's twenty nineteen and we're still being oppressed like this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, there was no top selling games this week. The list wasn't up just yet. Ah, oh, Quick bits. Monster Hunter World Iceborne's next crossover features Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield of Resident Evil. Hey, wait, you what? Yeah. Leon awesome. Claire and Leon are coming to Monster Hunter World. Hell yeah. Joining the likes of Aloy and Geralt and all that kind of stuff. So they're still doing... Big man. They're still doing cool things in Monster Hunter. A year and a half later, they're still... This makes sense, I suppose. Not really. And one of the creatures from Resident Evil, I think, too, is going to be in the game. Oh, the tyrant. Yeah, that's it. It is. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, So, yeah. Because they normally, when they put in a character... They put in a boss battle representative from the franchise that character or came from. Nemesis, perhaps? Yeah. No, they did say Tyrant. I oh. forgot what it was when I was writing, but it was definitely Tyrant. Like Geralt had um, Griffin something. Thing. No, no, no. It was a fucking tree thing. Jennifer. Really hard. <laughs> he wouldn't win that fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. Persona 3 and 4 protagonists will feature as optional boss fights in Persona 5 Royal. Interesting. Mm. Right. Make sure you tell your friendos at uh, work that. Um, uh, they, 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 I'm sure they already know. Come uh, in Monday, they'll be like, oh my God, I'm like, don't yeah. tell me. Rockstar's Bully 2 fizzled out after 18 months of development. Man, that's one thing I hear, hear a lot about is Bully mm. 2, and obviously there's a lot they of fan demand it. for it, and they tried and it didn't work. Yeah. They had it set around a university, I think. Yeah, well, they were trying to figure out is it a college or uni? Mm. Like, where's he at? Uh, and I didn't put this down, but Ryan saw it before. Stardew Valley multiplayer. It's very, very close. For it, it's out. Oh, is it out? Yeah, one point, version 1.30 is out. Uh, oh. It's playable right now. Buddy Watson and I played it for about five minutes to make sure it worked. And then we're going to get married. We're going to kill a farm together. Kid? So, uh, maybe. We'll, we're open to it. Mm. But we want to say nothing. Take it slow. You want to yeah. live with each other first. Yeah, yeah. Just we'll, figure we it out. Make, we want to make sure, you if know... you're compatible. Yeah, we'll make sure our soil fits the veggies, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you know. Make sure the carrots can be planted <laughs> deep in the soil. Uh, what else happened this week? I'm just on the top of my head. Uh... Yeah, WWE released a gameplay video for 2K20. It looks a lot better than the previous ones they released, so that's positive. Well, the other trailer shit. Oh, they're rough. Okay. Like the Stone Cold one, his entrance, he goes... <laughs> and, like, he just freezes for a second. Hang on. Oh, he's back. <laughs> 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 
Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty excited for that one because that one comes out very soon as well. But um, yeah, that's about all in terms of the big news. Cool beans. Nearly done. That's it for the news, Ryan, as we have a chat to the players about Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, the latest expansion for Bungie's game. Awesome. Woo! I wasn't going to buy it, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. There you go. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good sign. Well, a lot happened for Bungie this week. So, uh, Destiny 2 New Light launched, the free-to-play version, which is your base game and all year one expansions and content. That's for Destiny 1, yeah? No, for Destiny 2. Okay. So Sorry. Destiny 2 base game and all year one expansions are free-to-play on all platforms now. Yeah. Um, is there any Destiny 1 stuff within that? No. Okay. Um when a new light they've gotten rid of levels you don't level up anymore I'm gonna blow my nose for a sec you go um, you don't level up anymore instead when you first start the game you're at an equivalent power level to do current content with your friends so you don't have to play through 15-20 hours of story content just to be able to play with your buddies you can do that straight away jump straight into the crucible do some pvp all that kind of good stuff um, yeah and then it launched on steam it came over to steam for free as well, with the ability to bring your characters from console over to PC and have oh, cool. and have cross save going. So essentially, you head to Bungie.net, click on the merge account thing, you put your Steam, log into your Steam account, log into your PS4 or Xbox accounts, mm-hmm. where your characters show up, and it's like which which set of characters do you want to have cross save enabled for? Well, I want my PS4 characters to be cross save enabled. So now I can play my PS4 characters on Steam and PS4, and it's all linked together. And is that does that cross work in terms of you buying Shadowkeep on PC also makes no. it work no. so you need to be aware of that um, if you have Shadowkeep on PS4 and you're playing and you're doing all this stuff and then you move your character to PC you'll still have all your stuff but you won't be able to access Shadowkeep's content until you purchase Shadowkeep on the other platform interesting which makes sense that does I make think. sense yeah um, yeah so Shadowkeep you go back to the moon mm-hmm. Destiny 1 there's been a, a disturbance at the moon. The hive are up to no good. Oh, disturbance in the moon. Again, the hive are up to no good. There's this new uh, location on the moon called the Scarlet Keep, which is a very red. You can it's see it's it. It's the thing in the, in the logo, o- yeah. Ominously in the distance. There's mm-hmm. a very big tower there. Hive are up to some shiz. And you're like, what's up? What's going what's on What's this yeah. shiz? Pretty fucked up shiz. Yeah. What are they doing? They, they did kind of bring in a lot of uh, psychological elements to the game. Mm-hmm. A few times I was playing, I was like, "Ooh, I'm actually like a little scared right now." Just from the well, because talking about last week, with the, one of the things you enjoyed most about Destiny Two was when it got the shits up here. Yeah, like being on Titan and going to like these deep hive burrows mm. in the dark and stuff like that. There, so essentially, something has corrupted the hive into being nightmares, which are like visions of past coming to haunt you. Old bosses returning as nightmares because they're still on your mind and mm-hmm. they're playing off that. That's cool. Um, and there's a lot of like. Very Death Stranding e, just like floating bodies in the sky. I think I sent a picture on. Yeah, Facebook. Control had the same eerie yep. look as well. Yeah, very eerie. You know, you come around a corner, there's a big cliff, and the earth is behind it, and there's all these bodies just floating there. I'm like, that's fucking cool. That is cool. <laughs> um, you go to like into these tunnels, and the thralls who are like the hive little like things, um. They'll like crawl along the wall, but then like kind of fade into black and disappear. So they weren't actually there. They're fucking with your head, and you're like, oh, oh it's, it's cool. It's got that a very awesome. good, very good mood to the game. The whole camp. I finished the campaign. Um, no jokes, no quips, 
because Cade's not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, no jokes, no quips, no lightheartedness. Like, this is very serious. Awesome. And this is really bad for Guardians and humanity. There's a, there's a really big moment after the first mission of the campaign that everyone's talking about. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I, I know you don't really care if I say it, but... We won't spoil it. I want to, though. Like, I really want to say it. We'll, we'll talk it off. No, we'll talk it off. Yeah. Okay. There is a moment at the start where you come around a corner and go, <gasps> like, everything is gone. Everything's looped back together oh. from back in Destiny One. Things that haven't been mentioned for years, and you're like, oh, I guess they abandoned that idea. Nah. Holy shit! Wow. Very cool. And it makes sense that this new threat is because it. The problem with these games sometimes is that you have like that power creep, like Dragon Ball Z, you know? Freezer, oh, he's so strong. Oh, wait, no, but then there's Cell. He's even stronger. There's, there's, there's Boo. And how does this make sense that... But then in games it's like, I've killed like a fucking hive god. How is this one cabal like mm. the bigger threat? You know what I mean? But it makes complete sense for this threat in particular to be like, oh shit, this is bigger than anything you have ever You fight Peter before. Dinklage. Yeah, he's ghost because he's like real mad. Like, how dare you replace me as a voice actor? <laughs> so it's you just punching this one little thing. <laughs> it's just a ghost going. Yeah. Lord North versus Dinklage. Voice acting by Nolan North is actually, well, it's always good. It's always but it's good. spectacular here mm-hmm. when you come in that first mission. When you come around the corner and see this thing, there's such like terror. In his voice. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking damn. <laughs> Run. <laughs> um, but he really, because the ghost is your, he's your exposition dump, essentially. Correct, yes. um, but he puts a lot of emotion and it's really unsettling how he um, delivers some dialogue. You're like, oh, I've like never heard my ghost be like actually frightened like this before mm-hmm. kind of thing. It, it's got a really tense mood cool. about the whole expansion, which I think was needed because... Even though Cade died in Forsaken, which is pretty, like, it's like, oh, that sucks. It was still kind of, you know, people, like, joking. And even Cade, even though he died, he's left, like, voice logs for you. He's, like, joking and being like, if you... He left a, a voice note for everyone that he thinks would kill him. And you go and find all of them. Like, Zavala, if you killed me, you know, is it because, you know, you're real shit at poker? Or, you know, all quips and all that, you know, kind of keeping it mm-hmm. fun. But this is just not dark, but it's very moody and somber. Which I think is really needed. Hell yeah. Um, now, the campaign itself isn't very long. I'm going to my next question, actually. So how it's long? probably seven missions, okay. taking maybe three or four hours. But the way they do it is you get the initial burst of the campaign, but then it continues to tell itself, because it's a live service game, it continues to tell itself over the course of the next few months as just patches are added in. Mm-hmm. Here's the next part of what's happening. Um how, so, although it's only like seven, five or six hours, whatever it was. Just the campaign. Yeah. So, are there any additional raids or yep, strongholds? Yeah, yep. new raid like actually that? came out today. Yeah. Um, with two more coming, uh, a couple new game modes. But the biggest thing they've done is redo how armor works completely. Okay. There used to be mobility, um, I don't know, brain fart, mobility. What the fuck? I've looked at these stats so many times. Yeah, your three stats. No, mobility. Then you had like your strong one. And then you had your fast like recharge rate one. I can't believe I've forgotten this. Pull it up. I've put like 300 hours <laughs> into Destiny. But they've added more, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have... 
apologise for this delay. That's all right. You had, you had a break. So they've added on top of what was already there, they've added discipline, intellect, and strength. Um, discipline reduces the cooldown of your grenade, intellect reduces the cooldown of your super, and strength reduces the cooldown of your melee ability. So this lets you really make your guardian your own. Cool. So like, here's like the best five pieces of gear. Just put them on. It's like, you know, you mix and match. Well, I want to be able to use my grenade all the time and I'm going to get armor that reduces the cooldown and then put mods on that increase the damage of my grenade. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be fucking lobbing these all day. So it really lets you customize your character, how you really want it to play, um, which is very, very cool because it kind of got a bit generic in Forsaken. It's like, well, Warlocks have to use this super because that's the, the best, best super result, yeah. for the raid. Titans have to use this super because that's the best super for the raid. you know. But now it seems like there's going to be a lot of freedom. I'm a Titan who specializes in melee abilities, shotguns, and SMGs, you know, and all my armor complements that. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's very good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of new grinds. I mean, the max power now is 960. So, you know, you've got your... With the light. The light power is nine three hundred something last time I Yeah, played. but now you start at 750 oh, okay. with this new light. You log in... No, I just remember it's very funny. It's like oh, when, yeah. when I played, it was like 300. It's yeah, like, oh, no, it's 900. In, you won, it was 300. What? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess I didn't want to bring that number back down like because last in Forsaken, it was 750, I think. Mm-hmm. You don't want to bring it back down to 300. I was like, well, I just lost all my power. So they've made 750. That's where you start the game. Yeah. Now, if you make a brand new character with new light, you're 750. Straight away, you can play with your friends. If you wanted to, you can go back to zero and... No. No, oh, you geez. just start at seven. That's where the gear starts now. That's okay, Um But like I said, the, the biggest thing used to be, you know, hey man, play Destiny 2 with me. Oh, well, you got to play through year, the campaign, all year one expansions, and then that expansion, and then that one, which is about 30 hours, before we can do anything together. Yeah. But now it's just fucking make the character, come, let's do strikes, let's do crucible. Let's do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was one of the, one of the things that sort of because once we were, we were playing together initially at the start, and then you kind of raged ahead because you were unemployed at the time. Yes. And I was like, uh... yeah. So now, for example, you could just boot it up, and we'd do things together. Yeah. At any, cool. at any time, I did move everything over to PC, playing oh. on Steam, but but I can play oh. on PC because no, no. cross save. Dude, I don't have fucking time. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different game on PC, man. Yeah. It's a different game. The loading times are so quick. Mm-hmm. I got all the good FPS. When I first read it, my computer's like, Aah! and I'm like, oh no, what's what's wrong? I mean, it was uncapped FPS. So yeah. computer's like, let's get you as much as we can. What's well, like? Ooh. Remember when PubG used to do that? Yeah, it's like you have to, you have you to, have go, to go into the the into the setting, yeah. like into the back end of it. Be yeah. like, can you not like give me a thousand frames per second? Yeah. So I just capped the FPS at 100, mm. and we're, we're all smooth. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, I think people were probably expecting a bit too much mm-hmm. out of it. Well, because this, this is uh, 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 Bungie's first big thing away from Activision. Yeah. So there's a, there was a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation. There was. But How do you think they they met that? Perfectly. They, they tried very hard, I think, to manage community expectations because it's like they're building this expansion, but they're also dealing with going independent at the same time. Mm. This whole armor rework is fucking insane maybe it's not something new and flashy that everyone's like oh that's cool but for the longevity of the game this was necessary and they've done it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, but there's plenty more stuff coming as well like I said it's live service so they deliver the story over months and months Mm -hmm. and months story is more fascinating than ever 
the moon's a cool place. I mean, I don't really know what more to say. I'm just in the grind now to get my light level up. And now that I'm on PC, I can match make. I'm going to do raids and stuff, do all that cool stuff. How did it go when it dropped the drop free to play? Like when that like. bad. <laughs> there was queues, of, and there were articles going around that the servers got taken out for emergency maintenance. Like you linked it, I'm like, I know Alex Joel did, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex has been playing it all morning, and he's still playing it right now. So I don't know what we're talking about with servers Maybe being offline, localized. Maybe in the US. I don't know, um, but Alex. He, he downloaded it because he could pre-download it for days and gets up in the morning he's like turns it on it's like you are 18,000 in queue to play he's like oh and he's watching it and it goes up to 20,000 it's like how did I go up in queue by 2,000 <laughs> <laughs> but having said that the 20,000 person queue was done in about 8 minutes yeah so he got in pretty quickly um, other than that there's been no issues cool. that I'm aware of Service now you can get in and out no worries in and out no queue um, apparently it on launch day it had more concurrent plays than it's ever had before it's understandable. I think going free to play is a very smart move even you still need to pay to get the most cut the newest content but being able to dip your toes in and even in the free version there's at least 15-20 hours worth of stuff to do mm-hmm. and by that time you can be like yeah I'll drop the extra 50 bucks or I've had my fill but either way um, having a free uh, an easy barrier to entry certainly helps yeah, previously, other companies, this is how it works. Yeah, because previously you'd have to buy the base game and then get the first year, the year one expansions, the two of them. And then you had to get the year two expansion, Forsaken, and then all these different bundles and versions. And well, if I buy this, do I get this? I don't know. A lot of confusion like, mm. trying to play the game. And now it's just, just go. Play with your friends straight away as soon as you make a character if you want. They've made it so when you make a new character instead of starting at the Red War where Destiny 2 started, where you get your light taken all that, you start in the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1. You go through Vizor. Oh, shit! you go through that first mission from Destiny 1 to introduce you to being a Guardian. And then you go into the start of Destiny 2, where you're on your ship and the tower's under attack. So you get that cool little intro from Destiny 1, the ghosts, like, you know, eyes up Guardian, and you do that whole introduction mission from Destiny 1 to familiarise you with how to play. Because Destiny Two, but so you, so that doesn't have that mission where you lose your light anymore. No, it does. Oh, so that leads, mission's fucking awesome. But it leads into that. Okay. So instead of just being dumped into the game, and you're at the tower being under attack and you lose your light, and new players will be like, "What the fuck is happening?" They've made, remade the introductory mission from Destiny One to ease you into it. Awesome. You finish that mission, and then it starts Destiny Two's campaign where you're, you get the message that the traveler's under attack. But you mm-hmm. already know what's going on by that point because you've done that first mission. I made a new character just to play that first mission again. Like, How's it look? Dope. Great. It's great. Especially on PC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you're that guy now. <coughs> no, it's very good. Fantastic. And like I said, if, you've, if you're interested, if your PC can run it, it's free. Just download it. Cross-save your characters on Bungie.net. Stick around. Yeah. You know? Then you can go back and play with your friends on your other console if you want to as well. Sounds it's good. All, all easy. Well, it's, no, it, it's, a, it's a good. Um, I think it's a good indication of where the game is going. Independent. Yeah, it's like Bungie's got the right idea and it's been done properly. We've certainly been much more since splitting from Activision, much more open, much more communica- communicative. Um, always chatting, giving mm-hmm. updates really freely. You know, having some swears, having a laugh, making jokes. Like, they seem very free yeah. to just deliver news how and when they want to. Instead of being like having that 
hammer over their head. Yeah, a big thing. guillotine thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seems like they're having a lot of fun, I think. Sounds good. Well, let us know what, if you've been uh, playing Destiny 2 on whatever, whatever, wherever the hell you're playing it. Let us know in the comments below, Facebook, Facebook, Discord, all those things. Mm. Come chat to us about that. Uh, now, add me, if you are, add me on Steam. My name is Josh Spice. Let's slay the darkness. But look, mate, if, if, uh, if Destiny isn't your wheelhouse, uh, but you, there's other new games that are on the way, so in a section we call Coming to the Plays, we'll tell you what game is coming out this week. Lots. Lots. So new games for the... Uh, was it the 4th of October? 8th, 8th of October. Eterno Blade 2 PS4 Digital The Alliance Alive HD Remastered PS4 Digital and Retail Bibi and Tina on the Horse Farm Oh yeah PS4 Digital The Bradwell Conspiracy PS4 Digital That's a cool cover It is a cool cover Concrete Genie PS4 Digital and Retail Read that bad boy out Concrete Genie follows the heartwarming journey of a bullied team named Ash who catches a Pikachu No that's who escapes his troubles by bringing his colourful imagination to life in his sketchbook while exploring his hometown of Denska a once bright and bustling seaside town now polluted by darkness Come on Mouse You have our review surely Contraptions PS4 Digital uh, Frostpunk Console Edition PS4 Digital in between, not one word, PS4 Digital. Indivisible. One word. PS4, that is one word. Interfectorum, one word, PS4 Digital. A Knight's Quest, three words, PS4 Digital. <laughs> Mistover, PS4 Digital. Monochrome Order, PS4 Digital. River City Melee Super, PS4 Digital. Slabwell, PS4 Digital. Spirit Hunter, NG. NG. PS4, PS Vita, Digital and Retail. Stellatum, not to be confused with Stellarum. Or Stellaris. <laughs> Did James just scream, how you doing? Yeah, probably. He's excited. <laughs> PS4 Digital, Superbox, Land, D-Mate. PS4, PS Vita, Digital, Cross by Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, PS4 Digital, Trine is a great series. I recommend that. A Winter's Daydream, PS4, PS Vita, Digital, Worse Than Death, PS4 Digital. This fucking drop is worse than death. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, PS4 Digital and oh, yeah. Retail. This is a 2D ukulele game. Yuka and Laylee are back in a brand new platform hybrid adventure. They must run, jump, and roll their way through a series of challenging 2D levels, face a puzzling overworld, and rally the Royal Battalion to take down the capital to take down Capital B and his impossible lair. That's it. So I'm going to assume Concrete Genie is a big pick. I don't know. I haven't played it. But in terms of the list, yeah, Concrete Genie is probably the one you'd want to jump on out of there because A, puts just an exclusive, and two, the rest are all simply pre-dumpster. Uh, but yeah... We, we, we get ready to do that so we'll quickly wrap this up and give yourself a little smoke break yeah and then we'll come back and talk about Concrete Genie that PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes Spotify and other podcast services if you'd like to be a part of future conversations please join us on Facebook Discord comment below feeling generous join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist head over there to check out the tiers there might be something there that interests you who supports on Patreon you can watch us record this show live along with our other shows The Young and The Wrestlers which as I mentioned is getting a content change um, I'll be releasing a schedule probably in the next couple of days letting everybody know where everything 
fucking sets. Uh, so yeah, get yourself a nice little sneaky link where you come and join the party. But if you want to support us in a more one-soft fashion, though, head over to popcultures.com slash shop. You can buy shirts like this and other assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on a Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepopculturist, which, as I mentioned, is moving from Wednesdays to Thursdays. Uh, and uh, if you are listening to us on podcast services, go give us a, a star rating of your choosing. Leave us a review. And if you're watching on the YouTubes and you like what you've seen, leave a like, a little bit of a subscribe. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Click it and then unclick it. Don't do that. And then click it again. Click it. Forgot that you clicked it and then we'll just fill your feed up with stuff and you're like, mm. what the hell is this? And then you unsubscribe. With like two videos a week. Yeah. I'll yeah. be three now. Yeah. Make sure you click the bell icon so you can be part of our notification squad. Oh, see, like, I hate that, I, <laughs> that the, the like and subscription thing has to come into the play, but... I will never do the notification thing. <laughs> Why? It's important. It is very important. Because you can subscribe to someone, but if you haven't clicked the bell, you don't know when they put a video up. Oh, I can tell you exactly when. At the same time, literally every week. Like, there is no difference. Yeah. Except Thursdays. Except for Thursdays. Which, maybe. Okay. But, but until like 10 minutes from now, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. There you go. Yeah, that's it. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.